Please be aware the subject matter, language, emotions, thoughts, and questions in this podcast are of a decidedly adult nature and should not be taken lightly or, well, with too much seriousness, as the point of this show is entertainment first and enlightenment second. So things may get a little bit uncomfortable, disturbing, frightening, and yes, in some cases, even offensive. All this is to say, listener discretion is therefore advised. Welcome, heathens, to another episode of our Mental Moment podcast, here to help you think a little harder, look a little deeper, and apply all your curiosity and mental power into the world around you. I'm your host, Nicole Delacroix, and together we will seek to better ourselves and our fellow human beings by exercising our minds and challenging ourselves to be better, to think deeper, and to tolerate a little more. This show will ask hard questions profound questions, and most definitely silly questions, just to give the listener a mental moment, or as I like to call it, a momental. And today's question is, what is the most irrational fear you have? Well, yeah, it's another one about fear, but this one's going to be a little bit more lighthearted. Everyone has fears that they know are irrational, but sometimes these fears can give you great insight into another person's experience. I think many of us had the first thought pop into our head as fear of clowns. Yeah, I'm with you guys. Now, I'm going to admit that I find a fear of clowns, well, silly. But I would never, ever discount this fear in someone else. I mean, after all, if I was staring down the barrel of, like, Pennywise, I would most definitely have warm wetness spreading across my pants. And you know what? Admit it to yourself. So would you. There's a reason why that movie is freaking scary. But I'm talking about something a little bit more on the, well, crazy side. For example, I have a family member that has this irrational fear of swallowing a bug while they sleep. I mean, yeah, it's gross. But in all honesty, would you really even know that you swallowed a bug in your sleep? I mean, you're asleep, right? I mean, admittedly, there are statistics that I could recite that, well, would make you lose sleep. Like, for example, the acceptable number of bug larvae in food, or maybe mouse droppings, or even cockroaches. Let's just say that those are Google searches that are better left unsearched. Wait, unsearched, is that a word? Yeah, you know what? It is now, unsearched. So do yourself a favor, don't go down that particular rabbit hole. It's just not pretty and you'll never get another good night's sleep. So seriously, I'm not joking, but you know what? You do you, whatever you want to do. Anyway, for the record, it's wrong to mock anyone in the throes of sheer and utter terror. You know, unless they're really making a funny face or, you know, if they've wet themselves uncontrollably. But yeah. The ability to laugh at the strange and frightening is helpful for the healing process, and even sufferers admit that these deep-seated anxieties most often come from a place that's just, well, just as much amusing as it is frightening. And if we can't poke fun at ourselves, well then, who can we poke fun at, right? With that in mind, I thought, you know, let's go looking for some of the most ridiculous fears that we can find and, you know, have a bit of a laugh this week, because I think we've all kind of earned it. And with any of my shows, you know my first step is research, 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 which almost always inevitably leads to the internet. Oh yes, the internet, where the trolls are as abundant and varied as the opinions. Yep, 
The fears that I found are as individual and varied as there are people on this earth. So when I tell you that I could list out fears for months on end and never get to the actual end, I'm not joking. Wait, that could actually be a fear. A fear of lists that never end? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'm sure that one is on a list somewhere, but it's not on mine. So here's a few that I found that kind of made me chuckle, and hopefully they'll make you smile and laugh, and maybe, just maybe, you might look at your own irrational fear in a whole new light, and maybe find it a little less scary than it was before. All right, so let's start with an obvious one, geliophobia, which is the fear of laughter. People who are worried about their teeth tend to be frightened of la laughing or smiling, lest you know they show their shame to the world. But even hearing other people laugh can inspire the same shame and anxiety. And there's one that I seem to run into most often in the dating world, which is philophobia, which is fear of love. Yes, these sufferers tend to be quite sad and since they fear any kind of emotional attachment and for some reason I'm quite attracted to them. I don't know why. Now, one that I found particularly specific was arachibutophobia. Yeah, say that 10 times fast, right? That is actually the fear of peanut butter sticking to the roof of one's mouth. Like, could you be more specific? Yeah, I know it sounds hilarious, but this fear takes on a deeply physical sensation where sufferers actually say they often feel trapped and worry that the peanut butter may actually do damage to their palate by having it removed forcefully. Yeah, okay. This one was really specific as well, is shadophobia, the fear of hair. Yes, all bald people have this, right? No, I'm just kidding. Now, every person that's shared a shower with somebody who has long hair probably has just a touch of this one. But this is the weird part on this one. The sufferers are pretty fine with hair that's attached, but they're terrified of loose hair. That's right. Loose hair just roaming free in the wild. Like, you're just going to go on a hike and come across free hair just grazing in the distance. Yeah, that's what I found funny about it. I'm sorry. Okay, let's be serious here. Then we have xerophobia, which is a fear of dryness, which can be coupled with the fear of dying of thirst. So, what, no moving to Phoenix? Yeah, I'm guessing maybe not. <laughs> How about genophobia? That's the fear of knees or kneeling. Yes, yeah, I know, I know. Like, all I could think of was Catholic girls' school uniforms, too. Like, I'm just like, this is like porn. Everybody has a phobia. Anyways, so <laughs> this is somebody that's actually terrified of experiencing knee injuries, kneeling, or even seeing a knee. I know I feel that way because, you know, I don't want to see that weird elbow meat. That just freaks me out, too. And you know what? I thought it would be really funny to follow the kneeling one with this one, which is papaphobia, which is the fear of the Pope. Yeah, I know. I'm going to hell, but admit it, it was funny, right? Because that's the only place you could put that one. Then we have syngensophobia, which is a fear of relatives. But that does not include when they're anticipating a visit from them. But, you know, we all have that at the, at the holidays, but it was funny. And how about kinemortophobia, which is a fear of zombies? I'm sorry to say it, guys. If you got this one, the zombie apocalypse has begun, so you're really in the deep shit now. Sorry. Then there's a fear of dinner parties, fear of poetry, which I may actually have a touch of that one, although I do like a good naughty limerick, so I'm not sure about that one. 
Then there's fear of your mother-in-law. Actually, I just thought that one was just hate, but then what do I know? There are people that actually fear balloons and even their own home surroundings. Like, that one just doesn't register for me. How can you hate your home? I'm like, like, it's your home. How do you hate that? I don't know. I, for one, love being at home, so I could never have this fear. Then there was aluophobia, which is a fear of flutes. That's right, flutes. Now, anybody who's ever had a kid that has ever played an instrument can absolutely sympathize with that one. But how about asymmetrophobia, the fear of asymmetrical things, which... What's funny about that fear isn't the fear itself, but how it presents itself. If anybody's ever watched the show Monk, you probably have a good idea of it. But usually things like mismatched socks, gloves, or earrings really set these people off, which is just wonderful. Then there's a whole host of fears about body parts. You have xenophobia, which is a fear of chins. (laughs) I know you guys were thinking that was something else. (laughs) Then we had Umphalophobia, which is the fear of the navel, which I don't know where they got that one from. Then there's pogodophobia, which is a fear of beards. For the record, I love a man with a good beard, so I will never have that one. Yes, my friends, there are fears of string cheese and possibly string cheese, shellfish, and even fear of ferns. Like, seriously, it's a plant. It can't hurt you. Like, it can't move without you moving it, so why are you scared of a fern? But alright, whatever. Then there's always xanthophobia, which is the fear of yellow, which I'm guessing the Green Lantern had this particular one. And yes, I'm still not over the fact that the Green Lantern can be basically defeated by a number two pencil. Is that where we get the pen is mightier than the sword from? Hmm, food for thought. Anyways, how about urethophobia? The fear of blushing or the fear of the color red. Now that one I can kind of get because, you know, red would be tied to blood and bloodshed. But maybe not so much with the blushing. Anyways, now for my two particular favorites, which I hope they will become your particular favorites. The first one is Zimophobia, which is the fear of the great giant mole rat. Ah, this one conjured up memories of the princess bride, so inconceivable. And my number one all-time favorite is anatidaeophobia, which is fear of being watched by a duck. That's right, I said a duck. I mean, we've all seen cartoon ducks, but what if Daffy and Donald were watching you? Like, right now. And the fun part? This isn't a fear that only manifests when duck or geese are present, but rather is always there, causing the person to constantly worry that a duck knows what they're doing at all times, smiling in that lipless, judging way, just waiting. What the duck, right? (laughs) Then the last two, which we all have in common, nomophobia, which is the fear of losing mobile phone service. We all know the terror of having half a bar. This is untold terror in its purest form. And last but not least, ergophobia, the fear of work, which I hate to point out to you, we have to go to tomorrow. Is that a true medical condition? Because if so, I think I need to file a workman's comp claim. (laughs) All right. I had a great deal of fun poking fun at other people's fears. So I guess you guys are probably wanting to know one of my irrational fears. And you know, I'm always up for a good poking. Anyways, I know that came out wrong and it was purposeful. 
Anyways, <laughs> one of my major fears is bridges, particularly bridges over water. I know it's completely irrational. Like I'm not scared to fly over water. doesn't bother me, but going over a bridge over water freaks me out. I've even planned driving trips where I'm going miles out of my way just to avoid driving over one if I know it's there. And yes, if I'm forced to drive over one, I'm usually white knuckling it, using my hands as blinders so I can't see the water. That's right, there you have it. A pencil will destroy the green lantern, and I'm in the fetal position over the bridges of Madison County. I know, go ahead, get a good laugh. It's fine, I laugh about it myself, as long as I'm not driving over a bridge. Alright, so this week's challenge is to once again step outside your comfort zone. Find a simple fear that you can try to face. Are you scared of snakes? Pet one at the pet store. That's right, do not find a rattly one in the wild. Seriously, do not do that. You don't like bugs? Okay, well, visit your local insect aficionado or maybe a butterfly sanctuary. Yes, I know you're not going to like it, but once you do it, you can actually see see that the fear doesn't own you anymore. And you can choose whether you want to be scared of it or not. You can choose not to like it, but you don't have to be scared. And with that, my darlings, that's all the time we have today. I hope you liked today's episode, and I hope you'll meet me back here next time for another Momental. If you have suggestions, comments, or you just want to say hi, you can reach me and the show at mo.mentalpodcast at gmail.com. Love you, my heathens, and I shall see you next time. We don't sugarcoat shit. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio.